Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will again be recapping Week 18 in the NFL. I'll give you the second half of my games, which include two overtime games and also could be Russell Wilson's last hurrah in Seattle, perhaps. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so let's finish off the rest of the games for week 18 and put a wrap on this season. Although I may do a uh, bonus episode where I give you my take on the season as a whole and uh, kind of a preview into 2022 season. So uh, I'll probably do that. Yeah. Yeah, more than likely I will. Anyhow, so let's talk about the rest of the games. We left off with Big Ben's final regular season, so let's talk about Tennessee. Tennessee going to Houston to play the Texans. Um, this t- this game had some um, merit and value because Tennessee was playing to k- hold on to that number one position and this was kind of a uh you know this was kind of touch and go guys but um in the end Tennessee prevailed 28 to to Houston's 25 so let's talk about it uh Ryan Tannehill somehow saving his best for last unbelievable you've been waiting for this type of performance all season long uh, 32 pass attempts, 23 completions, 287 yards, and four touchdowns sacked once. So, Tannehill, oh my gosh. This is what you wanted from him all season long. But, you know, if you started him, you look like a genius in week 18 for Pete's sakes. So, I don't know what would have led you to do this, but, you know, it was a good matchup. Um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, let's not meander on that. So, uh, let's talk about the run game. Deonta Foreman, who's done a admirable job filling in for Derrick Henry. Uh, 21 rushes, six, 69 yards. He did catch a pass for 15 yards on two targets. So, Foreman, you know, he, um, he had his good weeks. You know, this one is, you know. Somewhat solid. Um, you wish you could have had more, but um, actually, this was a Ryan Tannehill day, so I guess the run game, uh, not so much here. And Dontrell Hilliard, uh, nine rushes for him for 57 yards and a catch for one yard. So, um, you know, it was four men's backfield pretty much. Hilliard. Initially, he gave you something, but um, in the end, it was Foreman all the way, pretty much. So, in terms of the passing game, looks like everybody ate, man. Um, let's start with West um, Nick Westbrook Ikine, who uh, 
for a good portion of this season, he had to be the wide receiver one while A.J. Brown was out, Julio Jones was out. Uh, four catches for him, 78 yards and a touchdown, targeted five times. So not sure anybody started him in week 18, but um, he kind of gives you something on the way, way out. So you definitely take that. A.J. Brown, four catches, 68 yards and a touchdown. That was on six targets. This you'll take. You'll you'll take this and you'll run with it. Um, would you like more? Yeah. Um, you, would you like Tannehill focus on him more? Sure. But um, he spread it the love around in this one. So um, yeah. So AJ Brown gives you something. So you, you hang your hat to that. Julio Jones, who's been frustrating all season long, five catches for fifty eight yards and a touchdown on nine targets. So. Julio Jones, not, not again, not sure anybody's starting him on the um, week 18, but, you know, uh, for those desperate who, uh, I doubt if you're desperate if you're in the championship, but, you know, um, it is what it is there. And Anthony Fixter, four catches for 56 yards, and he had a touchdown. So, again, all the res main receivers ate. That's a good thing. So, um yeah, so Tannehill getting it done. In terms of Houston, uh, some promise on the way out. Davis Mills, 33 pass attempts, 23 completions, 301 yards, and three touchdowns. He ran it four times for 12 yards and was sacked twice. Davis Mills actually, you know, he, he seems like he had a future over here in Houston. Um, You know, it was, you know. A little tenuous when he first started in, but once he got acclimated, uh, he started to show himself, especially down the stretch. So uh, Davis Mills, you know, kind of make carving out a little niche here. Uh, in terms of the run game, uh, it started the season as a mess. It ends the season as a mess. David Johnson, five rushes for 28 yards, three catches for eight yards, and on four targets, and then you have Rex Burkhead, 20, uh, 24 yards on 12 rushes, and then three catches, 42 yards on four targets. So they re-up Bur Burkhead for reasons unbeknown to me, but they need a big-time running back here. Uh, make no mistakes about it. Burkhead could be a kind of jack-of-all-trades uh, sort of running back, but he cannot be the main guy. You can't, you can't do that to yourself. So, in terms of the run game, Danny, not the run game, the passing game, Danny Amendola taking the page from the pass. Seven catches, 113 yards, two touchdowns, and he was targeted eight times. Nico Collins, three catches, 60. Seven yards on eight targets, and then Brandon Cooks with kind of a stinker on the way out. Three catches, 26 yards on four targets. I've been saying Cooks is pretty much quarterback proof, but here it just wasn't there for him. So, um, you know, uh, I'm sure there were some folks who started him this week. Uh, you're not happy, that's for sure. But, again, Houston, I think, has promise. I think. They need to definitely look into drafting a running back. Um, 
If you don't want to do that, uh, there's a Melvin Gordon that will be out there on um, for free agency. You may want to consider that. Um, but I say bring in a young running back as well, even if you do that. So um, anyway, that's my spiel there. So again, Tennessee is on a bye. They they ended up being the number one seed. Thankfully, they were able to go and take care of their business on the road, unlike uh, their their uh, division mate, uh, the Colts. So anyhow, so let's move on. Uh, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, going to Atlanta and. This one was really not a surprise, although there was a few things that happened in the game. Uh, the Saints 30, Atlanta 20. Thankfully, the season is over for Atlanta. Um, yeah, they, they kind of wet the bed this year. In terms of the Saints, Taysom Hill, who started the game, uh, nine pass attempts, seven completions, 107 yards, one touchdown. He read it five times for 18 yards. He wasn't sacked. But in this game, he suffered a foot injury, and they diagnosed this as a Lindsfrank uh, injury. So he's going to need surgery. Uh, the recovery time, we haven't got word on that. So, um, And the thing was that they just re-upped him um, during the season. So... They re-upped his contract, so he'll be there. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the story's going to be at quarterback. Jameis Winston, he had the kind of a uh, year here that he he kind of had to uh, pretty much show and prove. Will they bring him back next year? I don't know if they do. I don't know if they bring Winston back. Um, I tell you what. <laughs> Uh, again, I'm thinking of Pittsburgh. Keep your eye on the Winston situ situation. So uh, he's a guy who would fit that offense over there too. But I digress. Um, so Trevor Simeon comes in. 15 uh, pass attempts. I'll just, I'm not going to give you his numbers because I'll say he threw a two touchdowns, which, you know, you'll definitely take. So, um, but... Trevor Simeon, nobody started him, especially with Tate, knowing that Taysom Hill was going to be the guy. Now, if you started Taysom Hill in your championship, um, you're kind of hurting right now, that's for sure. In terms of the run game, Alvin Kamara, um, again, I had voiced concerns about Kamara playing behind Taysom Hill, but he's alleviated that fears, those fears time and time again. 30 rushes, 146 yards, and then he had two catches for 16 yards. So Alvin Kamara, safe to say he uh, he gets it done here. So in terms of the pass catches, Traquan Smith, he's a guy I really thought would have a nicer season. Uh, at least he gives you something on the way out. Five catches for 76 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. Deontay uh, Harris, three catches, 24 yards, so four targets. Then Marquise Calloway, who gave you the nice one last week, uh, zero receptions on one target. Not good. In terms of Atlanta, Matt Ryan, 
I think pretty much unless something <laughs> happens in this offseason, I think he played his last game as a Falcon. I think so. Um, where would he move on to? Mm, good question. Good question. Um, there's a few teams in need, that's for sure. He'd be a nice fit in Denver, that's for sure. I know they're talking about Aaron Rodgers maybe moving on, so forth. Um, I don't know if he goes to, he may go to Denver, but um, maybe a Matt Ryan and you draft a quarterback of the future or let Drew Locke learn under him. I don't know, but um, I think Matt Ryan could be on the move when all is said and done. Anyhow, I'm not going to labor over his numbers because nobody's starting him in championship week either, even with his history. Um, he did throw a touchdown. He threw an interception, so I'll leave it at that. In terms of the Atlanta run game, this is what really failed them all season long. Um, I understand. I get it. Cordero Patterson, he kind of shined, especially like uh, – a little bit early and much into the season. Then seeing like what's the playoff start, he went into the tank. So um, Mike Davis, uh, what a bust. Uh, six rushes, 30 yards, three catches for minus two yards. He lost two fumbles in this game. I think it's safe to say Mike Davis is on the way out. Um, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn here. And Cordero Patterson, four rushes, 11 yards, one catch for one yard. So I think the Cordero Patterson experiment has probably reached this end. So uh, the obvious need here is uh, some kind of running back. Uh, that's for sure. In terms of, and, and to Matt Ryan's credit, I don't want to, totally disregard the fact that he did not have Calvin Ridley pretty much for the whole year. So uh, you kind of got to give him a pass for that. So anyhow, uh, with that said, the pass catchers, Russell Gage gives you a great game on the way out. Nine catches, 126 yards and a touchdown. And that was on 13 targets. Kyle Pitts really stinks it up. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, two catches for eight yards on five targets. So after setting the record last week, you figure he has something to play for this week. He gives you nothing. So, um, But still the rookie is promising, that's for sure. So uh, I just think... We're going to have to see what happens with this quarterback position. I don't see them bringing back Matt Ryan. I don't. So, will they draft someone? Probably. But uh, will they bring somebody in? Maybe. But, um, yeah, I, I think this is pretty much, um, you know, I think that uh, they're going to have to start afresh. Anyhow, so both teams... Uh, no postseason for them, so they'll be into the offseason nonetheless. Let's move on. Buffalo uh, hosting the Jets. 
beating the Jets 27-10. Let's go through this right quick fast. Uh, Josh Allen, 45 pass attempts, 24 completions, 239 yards, two touchdowns. He did run it five times for 63 yards. So, um, so Josh Allen, you know, pretty much getting it done um, on the way out. It's a far cry than what he did the prior week. So, um, yeah, so uh, you definitely take this if you want to compare it to that. In terms of the run game, Devin Singletary giving you something on the way out um, last week and then this week. 19 rushes, 88 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, two catches for 24 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, whew, man. The fact that he gave you this, this late in the season, bodes well for him, I think. I think it bodes well for him going forward. So, in terms of your receivers, Stefan Diggs with a nice game. Uh, nine catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. That was on 14 targets. Gabriel Davis with a bizarre game. Three catches for 39 yards. He was targeted 14 times as well, but only three catches. <sighs> wow. Anyhow, uh, Dawson Knox, three catches, 49 yards on five targets. And then Cole Beasley, four catches for 31 yards on five targets for him. So. In terms of the Jets, I'm not going to belabor anything further than talk about Michael Carter, who didn't show up. Uh, nine rushes for 19 yards and uh, actually uh, targeted three times with no catches. So Michael Carter totally lets you down um, if you started him. He really didn't give you uh, what you wanted right there. So, Anyhow, and then Keelan Cole, who I doubt anybody started. Three catches for 40, for 54 yards and a touchdown. So, um, in terms of Zach Wilson, see what he does next year. Um, with a year under his belt. Uh, hopefully this is not yet another bus at quarterback for the Jets. So, uh, but no off season for them. Buffalo will host New England on Saturday next week. So that should be a good one there. Let's move on guys. Uh, another game that went into overtime, um, San Francisco 49ers coming into this game they needed a win they they needed uh something to happen for them and it did it certainly did so uh they were able to pull off <laughs> pull off this victory here uh going to uh LA to face the Rams and got the win in overtime uh, 27 to 24. Let's talk about the 49ers. Uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, 
Talk about a guy that's been embattled all season long. I mean, all season long, guys. He has had to uh, contend here. Uh, came into the season. They drafted Trey Lance. Uh, there was rumblings all throughout saying that Trey Lance will be the guy. Um, so he had to battle that. With all that said, he does end up being the starter. Then he went down. He had the thumb injury uh, late in the season. Trey Lance comes in. And then comes week 18. Um, where he had to... Um, he somehow, <laughs> with the thumb injury, came and took care of business. So... That said, Jimmy Garoppolo. Not sure. I'm sure people were skeptical, uh, a little skeptical about uh, starting him with the uh, thumb injury. But, man, did he have a game. Uh, 32 pass attempts, 23 completions. 316 yards, a touchdown, two interceptions. So, you know, you take the good with the bad with Jimmy Garoppolo. But, you know, it's enough to get you to win. So, in terms of the run game, Elijah Mitchell, 21 rushes for 85 yards. She'll take that. That's fine. Um, in terms of the pass attack, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, you, you guys know I've been talking about him for a minute. Uh, he started out slow in the first half of the season but came on late. Six catches, 107 yards, and that's on seven targets. Debo Samuels, Samuel, who's pretty much wrapping up what was a pretty big year for him. Four catches for 95 yards. That's on six targets. He ran it as well eight times for 45 yards and a touchdown. And he threw a pass in this one. Um, a pass he completed for 24 yards. And he threw a touchdown score. So... Debo Samuel, I mean, <laughs> doing it in all three phases. Getting it done all season long. Um, George Kittle, not so much. <laughs> George Kittle has let teams down in, in these fantasy playoffs. I mean, he has not had one good game during these fantasy playoffs. Um, maybe one at the start of it, but... He's been downhill since. Ten catches for five. <laughs> no, he wished ten catches. Five catches for ten yards on seven targets. And then Jawan Jennings. Um, six catches for 94 yards and two touchdowns on seven targets. Doubt of people was starting Jennings, but, you know, uh, it's a name to consider uh, going moving forward, though. So, nonetheless, uh, that's the story there. In terms of the Rams, Matthew Stafford with a head scratcher, man. Um, this was right for him to, to uh, win, and he didn't do it. You know, he carries that stigma with him. Um, seems like everywhere, well, he's only been up one place in, outside of Detroit, and that's here, so... Um, in any event, 32 pass attempts, 21 completions, 200 and 
uh, 38 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. So, uh, yeah, Matthew Stafford not giving you what you want. Excuse me. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh, Sorry about that. And he was sacked five times. So, the run game, Sonny Michelle, 21 rushes for 41 yards. He caught one pass for six yards on four targets. Cam Akers, let me tell you. Cam Akers, who uh, tore his ACL in preseason, ruled out pretty much for the whole season, but yet makes a comeback and appears in the final game of the season. That's nothing short of miraculous, guys. Uh, hats off to this young man. Five rushes for three yards, though, and three catches for 10 yards. You know something? For him to even get on the field is just saying something, man. To, to that kid's toughness, that kid's desire to, you know, be a part of this with his team, uh, that says a lot. In terms of the passing game, Cooper Cup <laughs> pretty much ends the way he started. Uh, seven catches for 118 yards and a touchdown. I believe he broke the, uh, passing yards record as well. You know, it took him 17 games to do it, which he acknowledged. So, um, but Cooper cup with a season for the ages. So, uh, he'll be part of my talk when I do these special episodes. So, um, Tyler Higby with a nice game. Six catches for 55 yards for him. And then uh, you have also uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Not such a great game for him. He only gave you two catches for 18 yards on five targets. So, um, yeah, not what you want from, uh, from OBJ. So, but nonetheless... And then Van Jefferson, who's been pretty much a godsend. Um, two catches for 31 yards, and that's on three targets for him. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Tyler Higby had two touchdown catches. Uh, I apologize. So, Tyler Higby coming through for you, man, if you started him. In uh, any event, so that's the story there. The Rams, they face the Arizona Cardinals. They host them, actually, on Monday night. They better show better than what they showed here, uh, being at home. And then uh, the 49ers, they actually go to face the Cowboys. That's going to be a dangerous game. I know Cowboys are riding high. They just dropped 50-plus uh, point, uh, points in the past two weeks. But I tell you something. Um, this 49er team is dangerous. This is a dangerous team. Uh, Cowboys can't get too full of themselves. Um, or otherwise this team can come in there and steal one. So, uh, hats off to them. Uh, moving on, uh, Miami hosting the Patriots, Patriots, was kind of still battling uh, Buffalo for that uh, division title, uh, but Miami prevails 33-24. to 24. Let's talk about the Dolphins. 
Two attack of Valoa, not such a great game. He threw a touchdown, so you'll take that. Um, so, uh, he did run it five times for 38 yards. Uh, so, there's that. Um, in terms of the run game, Duke Johnson gives you a nice one uh, heading out. Uh, 25 carries, 117 yards in the touchdown. And he did run it one time for five yards. So, Duke Johnson, I, <laughs> it, it's funny because he actually comes in as a kind of third down back. But he was called upon to be a workhorse back. And he gets the job done. Unbelievable. Um, Miles Gaskin, I talk about, you talk about somebody wet the bed. Uh, between him and Mike Davis, oh boy, I probably say more so him because more was expected of him than a Mike Davis, but one rush minus a yard and then three catches for 11 yards. So what can you do in terms of the passing game? Jalen Waddle, five catches for 27 yards and the touchdown targeted seven times. So, yeah, an okay game for Waddle. And then you had uh, Devontae Parker, two catches for 12 yards. Mike Kosicki, who had the strong first half and not so much in the second half, uh, two catches, 22 yards on three targets. Now, in terms of the Patriots, uh, Matt, Matt Jones, all in all, he gave you a nice season. He uh, definitely... More than what you uh, probably expected. So, uh, kudos to him. I'm not going to believe on his numbers. Because, again, I don't think too, too many people are starting him. Maybe if you're in two quarterback leagues, then, that, then we're talking something else. But, in any event, he had 261 yards. He threw a touchdown. He threw an interception. Uh that was actually a pick six. Uh, Xavier Howard took it uh, to the house 37 yards. So, And he lost a fumble in this one. So Mac Jones, not the greatest of games, all in all. In terms of the run game, let's talk about it. Uh, Brandon Bolden, um, more the third down back, but, you know, he, uh, they used the three-headed attack in this one. Seven rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown. He caught two passes for 20 yards. So, productive name there. Again, I'm not sure who he's in too many people's lineups. Especially once you heard about Damian Harris being um, active and healthy. Speaking of Harris, 11 rushes, 37 yards and a touchdown. Four catches for 36 yards. So, he gives you an okay game. You'll take this. That's for sure. You're fine with that. Ramondre Stevenson, four rushes for 34 yards, and then one catch for two yards on two targets. So, uh, yeah, so it was a three-headed attack. Yeah, uh, it is what it is at this point. In terms of the pass catches, Hunter Henry, who... I pretty much thought all along he would be the guy as far as the Titans go. I understand John Smith is there, but uh, Hunter Henry is the guy who can 
really catch passes out the backfield and help you in that help that passing attack. Five catches for 86 yards on six targets. Jacoby Meyer, four catches, 70 yards on eight targets. He did lose a fumble in this game. And then you had Kendrick Bourne, three catches for 24 yards on four targets. And he ran it once for eight yards. So uh, the Patriots go to Buffalo for that Saturday wild card game. And then Miami, they actually fired their head, head coach, Brian uh, Flores. A lot of people are, are kind of, uh, you know, taking the Miami uh, organization to task, saying that because he did, Brian Flores did have that seven-game win streak um, the, that got, um, the streak got uh halted last week in week 17 so um but you know they went out strong and you figured that'd be enough to save brian flores from his job but it did not and part of me actually understands believe it or not um because he couldn't figure out what to do with this run game he couldn't figure out He's kept saying the, you know, um, he couldn't establish that. And for much of the season, this run game was a disaster. It took a bringing in a Duke Johnson to kind of right the ship. But, um, yeah, I think it took him too long to figure out what to do in the run game. That's just me. And Tua, Tua was, is more like a, seems like a game manager. Uh, I think they want to bring somebody in to get more out of Tua. So, um, part of me understands what management did. Uh, was it fair? I don't think it's for me to say. I, it's, it's for that organization to figure out. If they thought this is as far as they could get with him, you got to move on. I don't know where they go from here, but... It is what it is. So, anyhow, let's move on. Three more games to do, guys, and then we're done. Um, Seattle goes to Arizona and kind of upsets them 38-30. Uh, to 30. Let's talk about Seattle. Russell Wilson, who is being bandied about, could be his last game with the uh, Seahawks. They're saying uh, otherwise, so... Uh, that's a fluid situation that bears watching. Uh, 26 pass attempts, 15 completions, 238 yards, three touchdowns, an interception. Lost the fumble, was sacked once. He ran it four times for five yards in a touchdown, so he counted for four touchdowns. Uh, Russell Wilson giving you his best towards the end. Uh, in terms of the run game, I think they found something, guys. Rashad Penny has run wild in these past few weeks. 23 rushes, 190 yards, and a touchdown. So I think they have their man in the backfield. In terms of the passing game, a uh, bit of an oddity, but uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, Tyler Lockett, five catches for 98 yards and a touchdown. Talking it five times. DK Metcalf, five catches. 58 yards. He was talking it 11 times. So, not sure what happened with Metcalf down the stretch. 
uh, may come out maybe that he was hurt or something like that. But he, other than last week where he just exploded and probably won people their championship in week 17, uh, all in all, uh, kind of a mystifying second half. And then Gerald Everett, one catch for 20 yards on three targets. So in terms of Arizona, Kyler Murray um, didn't exactly. He was MVP material in like the first half, but the second half, uh, I think once he had that injury, um, he wasn't kind of the same guy. Uh, in any event, uh, 240 yards he had with a touchdown. Uh, five rushes for 35 yards, was sacked five times. So, yeah, so Kyler Murray really held at bay. Uh, in terms of the run game, James Conner was back. Chase Edmonds, he was out with the ribs, so it was James Conner's backfield. 15 rushes, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Caught six passes for 41 yards. So, you'll definitely take that if you had Conner. And you, you were still playing in week 18. You're happy with that. In terms of the passing game, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz, I tell you, man, he comes over here and he delivers. Seven catches for 84 yards and on 10 targets. Christian Kirk, two catches for 43 yards on three targets. And then A.J. Green, oh boy, four catches, 23 yards on nine targets. So... Zach Ertz is a guy come next year. Uh, I am drafting him right around a little bit after the big three. Uh, he's Zach Ertz is a guy I would definitely target if I can't get to um, either. I guess Waller will be up there amongst the top three. I guess Kelsey as well. Kittle. I think Kittle's stock has slid a bit, so, um, but I think, um, in fact, I would say that Mark Andrews has leapfrogged uh, George Kittle at this point. So, if you can't get Andrews, Kelsey, or Waller, I would definitely consider a guy like Zach Ertz, man. Uh, he's really delivered. Anyhow, so Arizona goes to. Uh, the Rams for that Monday nighter. So uh, that bears watching. And then Seattle, they're, they're not in the playoffs. Moving on, Tampa, Tampa Bay uh, going actually hosting the Carolina Panthers. No surprise. The result here, 41-17. to Let's talk about Tampa Bay. Remember, uh, no Antonio Brown. They got rid of him once he uh, did his little thing. Uh, leaving the game and we get all these mixed reports about what went on. So, um, Hey, uh, what I say, good riddance to bad rubbish. So, uh, it is what it is. Anyway, Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things, uh, 37 pass attempts, 29 completions, uh, 326 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw, yeah, he threw three touchdowns and was sacked once. So Tom Brady getting it done, as always. So uh, 
In terms of the run game, Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, he's the guy you probably started once you found out about Ronald Jones II being out. So, uh, 10 rushes for him, uh, 29 yards in the touchdown. He caught two passes for 12 yards. So, not exactly what you want in terms of the numbers, but it's solid enough to get you by, I guess. In terms of the passing attack, somebody had to step up, and I figured it would be uh, either one of these two guys or both of these guys, and that ended up happening. Gronk with seven catches for third, uh, 137 yards on 10 targets, and Mike Evans, six catches. 69 yards, two touchdowns on seven targets. So uh, both of those guys needed to step up. They did just that. Uh, Brashad Perryman, watch for him. I think he's a guy who can kind of make noise as that third receiver type. Uh, five catches, 44 yards on six targets. And then Tyler Johnson, five catches, 22 yards on seven targets. So uh, for the Carolina Panthers, Carolina, <laughs> I thought... Well, a lot of things I thought as far as Carolina. McCafferty missing most of the season definitely hurts your offense. I thought Darno would give you more. If you want to attribute to McCafferty being not there, I get it. I understand. He dealt with injuries too. Darno did. so. Uh, but I thought he'd give you a better showing. I'll just give the... Pretty much general numbers. 219 yards. Uh, two touchdowns. An interception. Uh, he ran it eight times for 19 yards. Was sacked twice. So, Darno, again, I thought he'd give you more. You want to credit that to no McCafferty? Uh, okay, I'll give you that. I'll grant you that. So, anyhow, um, in terms of the run game, Chuba Hout. Hubbard, nine rushes for 49 yard, 48 yards, and then two catches for eight yards and a touchdown. So, kind of gives you a little bit on the way out, so you'll take that. A guy like Amir Abdullah, who a lot of people were drooling over once uh, McCafferty went down. Seven rushes for 26 yards, then nine catches for 56 yards on 11 targets. So, by far the better pass catcher of the two. So, um, so you get some credibility there. So, in terms of the receivers, DJ Moore gives you something on the way out. Seven catches for 87 yards on 10 targets. Then Robbie Anderson for crying out loud. This guy, man. He let you down big time, but of course, in the last game, he, he gives you a nice one. Seven catches for 50 yards and a touchdown on nine targets. He's a guy I really did overestimate what he would do. I thought he would be much better than this. Uh, yeah, I, I look bad on that one. So, anyhow, so Tampa Bay. They host the Philadelphia Eagles in what could be an interesting game because Brady is without uh, a few of his weapons here. So um, 
it's not a walk in the park by any means. So uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. And then the Sunday night game, Las Vegas facing the Chargers, a win or win and get in sort of deal for them. Um, especially with what went on earlier in the day. So win and they're in. Win and they're in. Now there was a scenario where if they ended up both tied, if they both tied this game, both of these teams would have got in. But <laughs> the game went into overtime and it took a field goal by uh, Vegas to win this one, which they did. Uh, Vegas got the win, uh, 35-32. Let's talk about it, shall we? Uh, in terms of the quarterback, Derek Carr, I'm not going to belabor his numbers, um, 186 yards and two touchdowns. That's okay. That's fine. You know, eh, it is what it is, guys. I, 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 I can't make heads or tails of it. So, in terms of the run game, Josh Jacobs with a solid game. 26 rushes for 132 yards and a touchdown. You definitely take that, guys. Oh, gosh. Yes, you do. He's really performed down the stretch. Um Without the presence of a Kenyon Drake to kind of take away from um, what he does, uh, so he yeah he's he's solid. In terms of the passing game, Brian Edwards four catches, sixty three yards on five targets. That should folks are starting him. Zay Jones five catches, twenty seven yards on eight targets. Another one I'm not too sure of. Darren Waller made a return. Uh, but the thing was, he was questionable and really a game time decision. So you probably, you probably did not put him in your starting lineup because first of all, he's been out for so long, and then secondly, it was a night game, so you you probably would have exhaust. Now, what if you kept that spot open and then found out he couldn't play? Then you got an empty spot, so. Anyhow, and with that said, Darren Waller, two catches for 22 yards. He was targeted nine times, so Derek Carr felt very comfortable going to him, So, which bodes well for the uh, playoffs. And then Hunter Renfro, who's been pretty much a godsend, <laughs> four catches for 13 yards, two touchdowns, and that was on five targets, so... Hunter Renfro giving you a little bit something on the way out. Um, he kind of had to carry carry the load while uh, Waller was out. So, um, anyhow, let's talk about the Chargers. Justin Herbert with a fine performance, all things considered. Uh, he had to throw it 64 times, though. <laughs> Completed 34. 383 yards, three touchdowns, an interception, was sacked three times. So, I don't know what more the kid can do. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying Brandon Staley kind of, uh, you know, um, robbed him of a chance of getting to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I guess you could say that. So, um, you know, you want to go there? I, I can't argue with you, so. 
Uh, in terms of the run game, Austin Eckler, the guy, uh, 16 rushes for 64 yards in the touchdown, and then five catches for 35 yards in the touchdown and was targeted 12 times. So Austin Eckler, a solid uh, solid performance on the way going out the door. You'll definitely take that. Um, in terms of the passing game, Mike Williams uh, going strong on the way out. Nine catches for 119 yards and the touchdowns targeted 17 times. Uh, Jared Cook, uh, four catches for 80 yards, targeted four times. Keenan Allen, really not the performance you want. Six catches for 52 yards. He was targeted eight times. And then Josh Palmer with the other touchdown. Well, what? Uh, yeah, the last of the three touchdowns. Josh Palmer, four catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. He was targeted nine times as well. So, uh, yeah. So, Chargers, as I said, got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Let me say this before before I uh, talk about who they go up against. Uh, their coach, Rich Basaki. Basakia. Um, this guy here, they need to... Make him the full-time coach. Listen to what this man had to put up with. He had to take over for John John Gruden after, you know, the he the le- emails got leaked. So that that was a not a f- good situation there. So he took over for that. Uh I, I pretty much wrote him for dead, especially once they lost uh Henry Ruggs Jr. Um, in that, um, you know, that, uh, vehicle, uh, homicide there. So, um, so I just figured that this was a team, you know, a team could take so much before they, uh, you know, close up a shop. But I tell you what, he got them to play. They had some big wins down the stretch, including, uh, a Dallas win that uh came out of nowhere. Um, Vegas, man, I tell you something, they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. Um, no one in the the uh, AFC is a world beater, so this is one of those games where it could kind of propel you, kind of like remember the Giants when uh. When they had that last game against uh, the New England Patriots and they played them, t- they went toe-to-toe with them. Uh, they ended up losing that game, though. But uh, but they kind of prepared them for the playoffs. And they took off and made that run and then faced the undefeated Patriots and won. Uh, I'm not saying that this team has that sort of makeup. But, um, you know, I... I I'm one for momentum, and I think they have momentum here. So uh, I could be wrong. I could be going way out on a limb here, but they could be dangerous. That's all I'm going to say with that. So, uh, by the way, they go to Cincinnati to face the Bengals, a Bengals team that, remember, rested, they rested a lot of their offensive players. So, um, you know, 
you know, there's things that can be said about, you know, getting those reps and so forth. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be a interesting game. So with that said, all right, guys, so I am done again. I will do like a special episode to kind of give you my big, big storylines for the season and then kind of, uh, Look into 2022. So, guys, thank you for hanging in all this season long. Uh, you know, it's been rough. You know, COVID didn't make things easy. But, uh, you know, we got through it. You know, so uh, thankful for that. Hope you won your leagues. Me, not so much. But, you know, uh, close enough but no cigar so all right so until then guys have a great one and i will talk to you one more time for this season so my peeps if you enjoy what you're listening to you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms you can also follow me on my facebook group gd that sports dude you can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zell at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.